everybody. Welcome to the Bets Bet Podcast. I'm Jake Landry, here to give you some of the best bets out there today in sports. Quick note, there has never been more sports that we can view and bet on, and gambling is a risky business that requires discipline and responsibility and guarantees a degree of failure. So please make sure to bet responsibly. With that, here are the best bets of the day in 10 minutes or less. All right, we're going to start baseball today, Tuesday, August 8th. So yesterday was a tough weather day with some postponements and delays, but it looks like today we are completely clear. We're going to start with the Nationals at Phillies. There's two games. It's a doubleheader. The first game is the exact game that was supposed to happen yesterday. And I'm going to keep my pick the same, which is the Phillies to win, but in a narrow game. When I look at the second game, it's always tough thinking about a second doubleheader, you know, because for me, that first game is going to impact the second. So I like to sort of see what happens in that first game. But I will say that we have Josiah Gray going up for Washington, which when we just talk about any series for Washington, if they have Josiah Gray on the mound, it's probably their best chance to win a game in that series, given that he is their young starlets. So for tonight, for right now, I'm going to say Washington to cover the spread of one and a half. So Washington to be within one run. I still think Philly will you know, I, I can't bet on Washington to win the second game, but with Josiah Gray on the mound, I think they're going to keep it real close. And, you know, if they do win, that's still winning that bet. But can't get them to win, but I can definitely get them to cover uh, to be within one run. Next, we have the second game of Miami at Cincinnati. To me, it's a complete toss up. The over under is set at 11, which feels like a high number, but also just makes me just makes me feel like leaving that alone. Um, if you did want to have some fun, I do think there are going to be a lot of base a lot of runs, not necessarily 11 between them, but I think this is a good day for some props. I think there's going to be some hits. Solaire's been hot lately. Uh, Dela Cruz, now that they've brought in some people from the trade deadline, it feels like there's some pressure brought off him. So I think he's going to swing a nice looser bat, maybe get some good barrel to it. So again, I think... I think there's some good value in props today with Miami and Cincinnati. The most surprising news of the trade deadline may have been Eduardo Rodriguez, the Detroit pitcher, former Red Sox pitcher, rejecting a trade to the LA Dodgers. In his first start against Pittsburgh after the trade deadline, he pitched six innings with only two earned runs and seven hits. So we're going to talk about Pittsburgh in a bit, so don't even get me started on that. But the Twins, they're on a decent run, currently on a five-game winning streak. And even if you look back further, they've had a bit of a losing streak, but they put up more than five in four of those losses. So the point is they they hit the ball well. The over-under is eight on the game. I'm going to back both pitchers here and take the twins on the money line. I don't think this is going to be like last night where there's going to be over 10 runs. I did tell you yesterday that the matchup was a sneaky twins to cover, which they did do. They blew doors. They won nine to one. I don't, the, the Detroit starter gave up eight runs. I don't see that happening for Erod today, but I do see the twins winning and, you know, could they win by, you know, two runs? Yes but I'm not as bullish on it as I was yesterday. So fun little series going to be going on just starting today. We have St. Louis at Tampa Bay. We have Mike Mikolas taking on Zach Eflin. And this is one of those not so fast games because ESPN has the win probability at 65% for Tampa, but I'm thinking not so fast. This this is more of a toss up than I think the, the books realize. For that reason, I think the over at 8.5 is actually really worth looking at for the over here. Tampa is just likely to come out and lay an egg. And if they do and they go into shutdown mode, I could see the Cardinals putting up enough runs to get us to the over. But even 
you know, if hopefully we would want, it's a competitive game, that probably means enough runs to get us over that eight and a half, you know, to that nine run threshold. So I like the over in this game, but I'm, I'm not going to even look at the result. All right. So I, I, I want to keep this tight. I don't want to dwell too much on, on the past, but I've told you to bet heavy on against Pittsburgh in every episode so far. And in every episode, they've either won or taken it in extras. You know, granted that the show is still, you know, it's, it's only been out for a few episodes, but it was actually the game that Mitch Keller last pitch that made me say, hey, we got to be ready to make some money on, you know, teams piling up on Pittsburgh. Here he is again. He gave up eight earned runs in that appearance that I just referenced against the Brewers. There were some RBI doubles. There was a three-run homer. Looking at his pitch combination, he throws uh, cutters, he throws four-seam, and he throws a sinker. If those pitches aren't on, they, they can lead to good contact. And we're talking about Atlanta here, who just lost yesterday in a game that, you know, there was a rain delay, but... Spencer Strider, once again, had a lackluster start. The pitcher today, Chirinas, for Atlanta isn't, you know, any ace or anything like that. So I see both teams scoring here, but I just, I feel like Atlanta is going to cover and beat up on Keller uh, more than Pittsburgh is going to do to Chirinas. So for me, this is an Atlanta game. I know Pittsburgh's been playing well. I know they've been keeping it close, but, you know, you got to just keep betting against bad teams, which is... We'll talk about Oakland and Texas later, but I think the best thing is to bet against bad teams, and Pittsburgh is a bad team. Next, we have what I think is actually kind of a playoff preview, which is Houston at Baltimore. Um, the question is, can the bats of Baltimore keep up their momentum and overcome their weaknesses in their pitching? The over-under is at eight. I can see Baltimore being down, you know, having some some early leakage, but then fighting back. So I, I think we will get over that eight run mark. So I was really confused yesterday why the over under was so low with the Mets and the Cubs game. And I hope you took the over as I did. And as I told you to do uh, today, it's at nine and a half, which is definitely more responsible than yesterday of the of the books to put it there. But it's not enough for me to back off of it. I'm never brave enough on an over under to feel super bullish. But if there were ever a spot where I I would feel very confident and feel very bullish in betting it. Today would be it. The pitcher's combined ERA of the starters is 10. So the Cubs have scored a ton of runs in the last month, and I just don't see this game not being less than 10 runs. Again, the over-under is at 9.5. So I'm I'm taking the over, and this is one of my locks of the day. We have the Royals at the Red Sox, and man, what a game last night. Tight affair, 2-2, bottom of the ninth, terrible missed strike call with two outs, which ends up loading the bases, and then Pablo Reyes, who, who you've never heard of, straight from AAA, he'll be going back there soon, hits a grand slam to walk it off for the Red Sox. And they hadn't walked it off since the beginning of May. I was high on the Royals yesterday, and got bit by that, but I'm not falling for the Red Sox trick. The Royals are at plus 150 today, and I feel like that is a really good bet, and I'm putting it up with my Mets-Cubs confidence of that going over. This this feels like the Royals have been too good in the last month and beating teams that are actually good that I just don't see them losing two in a row to these Red Sox. Cleveland is so freaking annoying, and so is Toronto, so Cleveland-Toronto for me today is a fade, but given Toronto has five wins in their last six games... I'm going to back them to keep up the momentum against Cleveland, but I don't trust either of these teams. So again, official pick, fade it. But if you're if you're making me pick, I'm going with Toronto. But 
I don't feel confident about that. Another game yesterday where the over-under was set far too low was Colorado and the Brewers. I told you yesterday that Miller Park is the second most favorable hitters ballpark, and we saw 13 runs last night. So today we have an over-under of eight and a half, which to me is just insane. I, you know, the pitchers, it's not like we have pitchers that make us, you know, make us salivate for a pitching matchup. We just don't have that with Colorado and the Brewers and Wade Miley and whoever Colorado is up. So for me, I don't trust either team for a result, but I love the over at eight and a half for this game. It's tough to separate the Yankees and the White Sox. Last night, I sort of nailed it. One pitcher gave up one run and went seven and the other wasn't great, but it never went over seven and a half. So the under worked for us. I, and that kind of spoke to me. So I'm, I'm looking at this game today and I, I, I can't hear a thing, but this is what I have for you. Toussaint, the pitcher for the White Sox, has been involved in 10 games for the White Sox this year, and they've lost all of them except for two. One was against Oakland, which was tight. It was eight to seven. And one was against Cleveland, where Toussaint actually pitched five scoreless. It's not a great reason to make a pick, but I'm going to back the Yankees tonight because Toussaint, even on his best days, only wins 20% of the time this season. How do you like that? Nice little stat there. So Yankees win. But this would be in like the lowest peer of in terms of my confidence today for picks. Oh, the Angels. I, I mean, they just can't win. I see 3-2 in the eighth on my phone and I go back to doing whatever I'm doing and I'm thinking, okay, finally. You know, just like I said, they had to get one and they give up six runs in the top of the ninth and lose the game. And frankly, I don't think Giolito, which was one of their trade line acquisitions, I would say their big trade deadline acquisition, I don't think he's that good. So for him to come out today against San Francisco, he's no savior for them. So for me, I just, how can you bet on the Angels right now? And San Francisco, again, they haven't been bad or anything like that. Um, I think based on performance and based on how things are going, San Francisco is the team to back today. The only thing for me is that eventually the Angels are going to wake up and have a game where they make a statement. Maybe that'll be August 31st or September 10th. You know what I mean? But eventually that's going to happen. This is the time for them to do it. Is it going to happen? I feel pretty confident it's not tonight. I, I, I can back San Francisco. I honestly don't know enough to tell you about what is happening with Arizona. Their starter may be an opener with only 44 innings pitched this year, but his ERA is seven. The Dodgers seem to have flipped the switch with a massive win yesterday at the Padres. If you didn't see it, the Padres scored five runs in the second, and it seemed like they were just showing their aspirations for greatness and showing that, you know, they deserve respect, and here we are. The Dodgers answered with 13 runs and won 13-7. It's not a good time to be a shaky team with questionable pitching going up against the Dodgers, and today, from what it appears... That's exactly what Arizona is. So I'm back in the Dodgers today to, to cover and to win win handedly. Seattle is a mystery to me this year, but to borrow a soccer term, they are in good form lately, having won 10 of their last 12. We all know the Padres are underperforming this year. It's hard to bet against them, though. They are the underdogs tonight. They have a bullpen game going against a solid starter in Logan Gilbert for Seattle. So it all seems to point for Seattle. But for me, it, it's a fade officially. I, I can't responsibly tell you not to fade it. But I'm going to mix the Padres to win on the money line at plus money in some parlays. I can't advise you to do that, but there's just something about um, sometimes that opener, that bullpen game where you're taking the pressure off an individual pitcher. You know, you need one and you just need everyone to come out and do their small part. Sometimes those games can can bring wins, you know, when you least expect it. And I could see that happening tonight. But again, I can't advise you on that. But that is where I'm leaning, um, but not officially.
fade it. Don't do it. Don't, don't be like me. Last game on the slot, we have Texas taking on Oakland. Texas found themselves in a hole last night and climbed their way out of it. The problem with last night and this game is the prices. Texas to win is minus 245, which obviously isn't very exciting. Them to win by one and a half is minus 140, which is still like, eh. Last night, I went greedy for Texas to win by minus two and a half, right? To get the plus money, and I got bit. Oakland isn't lying down, even though they're one of the worst teams in history, and Scherzer had a terrible start in his Texas opener last his last outing. J.P. Sears isn't anything to write home about, but he has had a decent month and will likely pitch five innings and based on the last month, probably only give two to three runs up. The over-under is eight. I might change my mind later tonight depending on how the early games go, but for right now, I am going to put it officially as a fade. Maybe Texas will fall behind and I can get good live action early on. You know, if they're down in the first three innings, I might jump on them at, you know, slight plus money or even like close to even money. Um, and that way, at least I'll get a good price on them just to win straight up. But I don't think there's anything worth, worth mixing into any early parlays or any early betting you have for the day. Good luck out there. Be responsible. I'll see you next time.